where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today as we get through January. Now, over here in Texas, we are in the nice, balmy eh, 75, 80 degrees sometimes, and I know many of you are freezing, but uh, if you don't like that, move down south. Today, we're going to talk about how the right has lost the culture wars. Now, some of you are like, great, yeah, because you're a Marxist leftist. And I would tell you you're a fool if you're a Marxist leftist. But either way, this is more of an ode to the conservatives, whether you've been economic or social conservative. And as I mentioned before, most economic conservatives who are not social conservatives are just selfish narcissists because all you really care about is your wallet and you're not caring about the culture in general. But I would tell you, there was a time like in the 80s where you could have William F. Buckley sitting with Gore Vidal and they could chat about whatever, politics. Uh, Buckley, of course, being a conservative and Vidal not being one. And those days are, are gone. I really started noticing this in the 2000 elections. That's when things really got, well, you could maybe even say with Kenneth Starr and the Lewinsky scandal and in, in, in contract with America. You know, For you youngings, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But certainly we live in a very divisive time where the right and left can't even they we we use different words. We can't even we can't even sit together and have a discussion about anything. It's well, you know, and it's mostly from the left. We talked about this about fifty episodes back during the riots. Why don't conservatives riot and mob? And it's the left you have to worry about. They're the vanguard of the woke culture. We know this. They spearhead that. It's not the right. And the left has always said that they tolerate, tolerate, it's the idea, ideology of tolerance, so long as you believe and agree with them. If not, they crucify you. And we've said this for decades, and now you definitely see it played out with its its leftist surrogates, groups like Antifa and BLM and so forth. BLM, an, an, an openly admitted Marxist group on their website. So those who support social conservative issues have lost. The culture war is lost. And of course, I'm going to include myself in that. What do I mean by the culture war? Well, same-sex marriages, abortion. You know, you can say, well, Gregory, there's going to be a ruling in this. Come on. Come on. Uh, the transgender issues, embryonic stem cell. Just just in general, the, the overall decaying of our society. And I would tell you, a good place to look at this is going to be public schools. I have friends who are teachers. Can you compare the public schools even 10 years ago to now? I have high school teacher friends in a good school. And there's homosexuals making out in the hallways, heterosexuals making out in the hallway, people listening to rap music with profanity, walking down the hallways, just 
total lack of decorum and comportment, and it's it's sad. And you wouldn't have seen this even 10 years ago, but certainly in the 1970s, you wouldn't have seen this. I mean, you guys have watched Greece. Look at the worst things that were going on in Greece. And look what's going on now. And that's just at school. Look at social media and the cyberbullying and all the thing, all the shame tactics going on over there. It's a very hard time to be a child. We have an episode about 250 episodes back about how Instagram was rated the most destructive social media app for teenagers because it increases your chances of suicidal ideation, depression, mental health problems, body dysmorphia, and all these problems. So either way, the culture war is lost. It's lost. The idea of marriage as being between one man and one wife for the for the, the openness of children is gone. Because, you know, even most conservative, even somewhat Christians would tell you that there's nothing wrong with contraception in a marriage. Where if you look throughout Christian history, it wasn't until the 1930s at the Lambeth Conference that the Anglicans said that it's okay to contracept on some extreme emergencies. And that was even 100 years ago. Now the large majority of even Christians... And Catholic Christians contracept. So, I mean, the the postmodern, moral relativist, materialistic mindset have seeped through so well into the Christian churches and the Christian world that they themselves don't know they've been vitiated by it. So what do you do? I think you got to understand that the left has won. They have won. They control academia. They control social media. They essentially control businesses because businesses are weak and all they really care about is money. So you see woke capitalism now. They'll cater, right? They'll have the gay pride flags up at all the different, you know, whatever company. They'll rename Eskimo Pie, all this nonsense. Journalism, law, they're all on the left. Everything is left. Hollywood, of course, has been left, you know, corrupting corrupting America since 1929. That should be its motto. So if you are a, a conservative and a Christian conservative, you're behind enemy lines. America, and this is hard for people to hear this, America is no longer a Christian nation. Oh, we're one Masonic. Okay, look. The, some of the founding fathers were Masonic. There you can see in the architecture in Washington, D.C. You can see it in the dollar bill. But even though some of the founding fathers were Masonic, as a whole, the large swath of Americans, colonial Americans, through the large majority of American history, were, were validly, avowedly Christian. We were a Christian country. We are no longer a Christian country. Yes, in most places, churches are still open, despite COVID. That was one of their methods to, to destroy the faith, right, was to close down the churches. We didn't close down the churches during the bubonic plague or the Spanish flu or anything like that, but we close it for a virus that kills what 0.4% of people who get it. It's ridiculous. Again, the government is anti-Christian. And yes, churches are open. This is soft persecution done. The hard persecution is coming. And I think a lot of Christians think that we live in this world like Christendom, let's say a thousand years ago where the large majority were Christians. Of course, back then, a thousand years ago, they were all Catholic in Western Europe. There were no Protestants. They were all Christian. Yeah, we have these radicals and heretics, and we can just, you know, have the Inquisition to sort them out, and we can all live complacently. No, it's the other way around. We are considered the heretics. We are the ones being persecuted. I've talked about this before. No other time in human history, or I should say in Christian history, has time been more bleak. 
And I would say that that we're up there with the early church and the martyrdom of the early church because at least the martyrdom was the church was growing and people saw the witness of these people that were being devoured by lions or, or being had their head chopped off or whatever it is. And that led to the growth of the faith. But we've lived in the last hundred years now where Christianity has been preponderant and people are choosing to leave. And now we're at the point where government and all these uh, aforementioned establishments are anti-us. And we will be targeted. We will be targeted. So we've lost the culture war. So instead of like the idea of conventional war, I guess you could call this, like this is a bad analogy, but in the last 20, 30 years, you've seen kind of the conventional war. The conservatives, think of Buckley, think of Reagan, even though Reagan really wasn't a conservative. Think of, I don't know, Tucker Carlson, you have the two two armies lined up on each side, and they would volley and fight like like the old kind of warfare we used to have in the 18th, 19th century. We've lost that conventional warfare. Now as Christians, especially social conservative Christians, which I would argue all Christians should be social conservatives, we have to do guerrilla warfare now. We've lost. We've lost the traditional battle in war, and we have to do guerrilla warfare like they did in the spanish civil war that's where the term came from that's what we have to do and we have to figure out a way to i mean there's there's different mindsets you know in the catholic world we have this thing called the benedictine view saint benedict was the the man fit sixth century who when rome was falling apart he pulled out of rome and they withdrew to the hills and built monasteries and then they're like well let, let's let the barbarians do whatever they're going to destruction we're going to do and then once they're done will come out and re-evangelize Europe. Some contemporaries are saying we need to do that as as cultural uh, conservative Christians, Catholics included, and Baptists and Mormons. You know, there's there are a lot of people. The Mormons are always busy hoarding and, and so forth. I definitely would include them even though they're not traditional Christians. That's one view is just bunker up, get in the hills, and leave us alone. Let us raise our children the way we want to. And, and let the secular world destroy itself. I don't know if the Benedictine view like that is 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 smart. It's definitely retreatist in nature. But conventional discourse is pretty much gone. I mean, you'll see some pockets of it, like with the critical race theory, women in, in Virginia, Loudoun County in Virginia and all that with some victories. But as a whole, you saw with the, the four years you had to Trump, as a whole, it's one step forward, six steps back. And America is firmly entrenched as a left-of-center country. There's no question of that. I don't think we'll ever have a true conservative president ever again. And I can't honestly tell you the last time we had a true conservative president. Because if you look at post-World War II, government has grown even under Republican administrations. And you could say that's the military-industrial complex. Maybe, for sure, but during fighting the, the Cold War. But also some of it was growth of social programs and welfare. I mean, the, the welfare program grew under Nixon under Reagan. So I don't know what it is, but I think that the, the first step is realizing that we've lost the culture wars. Gay marriage isn't going anywhere. Transgender getting pushed isn't going anywhere. I mean, there's certain states like Washington State where a 13-year-old can start taking chemical pills to essentially castrate themselves without parental permission. Without that's not going away. There isn't going to be some third great awakening, you know, unless God intervenes. There isn't going to be an organic third great awakening. I just don't see that happening. 
The conservatives have lost. We've lost. And so now we have to kind of figure out what are we going to do? Because, as I mentioned, government is left. Hollywood is left. Social media is left. Now, yeah, you can just go fifth-level MGTOW and go hide in the woods. But again, we are called by the Scripture to evangelize. We are called to love our brother, forgive our enemies, and fight. We are called to convert. That's our job. We have to convert the unbelievers. So yeah, you can you can go hide in the hills, but again, works of mercy is that we must admonish the sinner and inform the ignorant. And we must evangelize. Look at the end of the Gospel of Matthew. There's, a, there's definitely tons of scriptural examples of how we must evangelize as Christians. So we have to figure out a way to protect our family from the insidious uh, postmodernist views that they're going to get in high school and certainly in college. But at the same time, we still have a duty to go out there and to preach and to evangelize and bring people back because we are going to be asked when we die why we didn't do these things. And being born again or baptized and being a good Christian simply isn't enough. We must do good works. You see that in Matthew 25, judgment of nations. Who went to heaven, who went to hell. You see it in, in the in the epistles of Titus. You see this in Tobit. You see this in, in the epistles of Timothy for a second. We are expected to do good works. And it's not just praying a lot. We have to go out and fight and evangelize. And at this point, I just don't know what's the best strategy. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, you can only do it if you have an Apple product. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, help defray the cost of hosting this on the server. The other one is for Naturopathic Earth, the website, where you can check out all my podcasts, all my articles, and all my recipes. And as always, follow and subscribe to the three feeds, The Awakened Man, the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.